Welcome back to the Soul Circle Podcast. I am your host, Jennifer Beltoff, and I am grateful knowing that you are on the other end of this microphone. Thank you so much for showing up week after week. It means the world to me. And it's here, us, together, right? And that is really what this podcast is about. It's about sharing stories from the heart so that you know, recognize, and truly realize you are not alone. You're not. We are here together, and that is what is beautiful. Oh, what is happening? What is going on with your world? I want you to take a moment before we jump in just to check in with yourself. How are you feeling? It is August. Time, I feel, is flying by. The summer is like a blink of an eye. But you, right now, in this moment, wherever you are, maybe you are driving in your car, going for a walk, just sitting down outside, whatever it is you are doing, how are you feeling? Take this moment to just check in with yourself. All too often, we are racing from one thing to the next, that we really don't take that moment for that pause. In this moment, I am feeling excited. I am feeling happy. I'm also feeling tired. Because <laughs> can't we have all those things all in one, right? We can run through the gamut of emotions and feelings. And that's life. That is what makes everything beautiful and wonderful is being able to experience all of it. Recently, I've been thinking a lot about how, how I want to show up in the world, what that looks like and means and feels for me. And I think it really has been an ongoing conversation in my head where, you know, I do the comparison thing. I look at other people and I think, oh my God, I should be doing that by now. Why aren't I that for long? Oh my goodness, look at this amazing place they're traveling to and they seem to have their life all together. Why do I feel like mine is in complete shambles? And let's be honest, anything that we are seeing on social media is the most beautiful parts. You know, no one is going to show up and show you the messiness of it all because that is not, you know, as appealing. And that is why it always is something that I need to keep myself in check and be like, oh, no, quite the comparison. It's not real life. I mean, it's real life, but it's not the whole picture. And I think that is the biggest thing to remember is you may never get the whole picture because we really only kind of show up and share what we want. There are a lot of vulnerable things that happen behind closed doors that we don't want to share with the whole world. And that is okay. That is what life is all about. But now that I have this new role, I am coming back to myself, I'm trying to figure out all of it. I've really been thinking, what does that look like for me? Who am I? And I think the who am I question is really a lifelong question. Is it just me that feels that way? But it really feels as if it is 
a lifelong unknowing. And then I'm always trying to find that who. And it's crazy because I know who I am. I know what lights me up. I know those things that are my fuel to my fire. I am a quiet observer of the world. I am not one to look and be the center of attention. I am really fueled by getting outside, connecting with people, moving my body, writing. The little moments in life are the moments that really fill me up. But what I have noticed is that I can shift, right? And I think we all do this, where we may be in a situation and we think, oh, I need to act a certain way. I need to show up in a certain way. Maybe even need to dress in a particular way. And I think this happens often in environments for me where I'm at work, where I cannot show up and really be my true, authentic self. And not to say that I'm not being who I am, but I'm not opening that door to my heart the way I would with other people. And there is this this bit of a wall that goes up. They don't know much about, you know, my podcasting world, my community that I have, my love and passion for writing. Yeah, they might know a very little bit about it. There might actually be some people here tuning in, but it's not, it's not something I'm really publicly sharing. And it's been an interesting dynamic going through all of this where I'm trying to realize how can I stand in that truth and authenticity with something that I love and I'm passionate about and allow myself to really embrace it and to know that I believe wholeheartedly in it and because I do, I can stand tall in it. I don't need to hide it. I don't need to pretend that I'm not doing it. I don't need to avoid talking about it, but man, I can celebrate it. I can absolutely really stand in the glory of it. And I think when there are things that we are passionate about, when they're close to our heart, we can be really hesitant to put ourselves out there in that way and share because there could be criticism that comes back, right? I mean, that's always a possibility. And we don't want to hear it. I know I don't. (laughs) You know, I mean, criticism is tough. And when it comes at you, it can be really challenging. But what I'm noticing is that when I shy away from really, truly sharing myself, when I'm thinking that in this moment I need to be somebody different, I need to be saying something different, doing something different, that I'm losing the core of who I am. I'm not being fully present in the moment. And what I have seen is that 
I am the only one who is holding me back from this. No one is asking me to show up in a different way. No one is asking for me to change or alter what I do, where my dreams are, any of that. It is simply me. And so I'm learning to be comfortable right where I am. And knowing that I am as I am in this moment is enough. I don't need to switch and change or become anything different. All people really want from me is me. And even just saying that, it's like, oh, really? <laughs> you know, and think about it in this moment. And how many times have you shown up in a space and altered who you were because you thought you needed to be something different? And was anybody asking that of you? Probably not. It's really our own perceptions. And so what I'm really doing is leaning into believing in myself. Truly, deeply, and knowing that me showing up as myself, whatever that looks like, that is really, truly what matters absolutely the most. And that is what will draw people to me. That is what will invite in connections. Because doing it any other way, I'm losing a part of myself. And I'm definitely a little bit uncomfortable. But I can stand in my own two shoes. And that can be enough. And I want you to know that for yourself as well, that you don't need to to change. You can just be you, <laughs> right? And it, it sounds a little scary. It sounds a little hard. But man, it's true. So very true. And I remember, I mean, growing up, I just wanted to blend into the background. I, if I could disappear, I would have. Because I am this quiet observer and I don't want to be asked a question. I just want to watch what you're doing and take it all in. And then by doing that for so, so long, you almost lose your own self-worth because I then thought that my worth was in the blending and not really making too much noise, not interrupting the apple cart, you know, just kind of being there but not really being there. But when I would leave a situation, I would feel, what? Because I didn't connect with anyone. I kind of just stood on the outskirts. And it's not a great feeling to feel. And so, you know, over years, I've been stepping more into that light. Allowing my voice to be heard. Putting my voice out there in general, because that in itself is really hard. Just, you know, speaking my opinion, sharing how I feel, knowing that what I have to say matters. And you don't have to agree with it, right? But it is important for me to speak and to share. And that is also one of the reasons why I started this podcast, to really help develop my voice, to be able to sit down and share from the heart 
in a speaking way, because I can do it if you give me a blank page. Oh my goodness, I can write my heart out in a huge way. But now sitting here and trying to, to speak is a totally different thing, right? And we all have our own strengths, and we really need to know and lean into those. But what's also really important is to step beyond your comfort zone, to do something that might scare you a bit, where you actually might fail. But then that is okay because along the way you are learning, and that is truly the most important thing, is learning, growing, becoming. Oh, that is really what it is absolutely all about. And so stretching yourself beyond what you ever thought was possible. And Dustin and I, we started our other podcast, The Blue Canoe, because we were kind of falling into this habit where we weren't growing. We were just kind of, you know, at the end of the night, crashing and watching TV, but not really because we were both scrolling on our phones. And it can be really easy to get into that rhythm and routine. And then all of a sudden, months, weeks, years pass. You're like, what? What just happened? What did we really do? What did we really enjoy? And so we actually talked about it recently where, yes, starting that podcast has been great for us to do something different to be able to show up and talk to each other. But we want to take it a step further where we go out into the world and experience new things, things that, you know, we might not have thought we would do. I'm trying to get him to do salsa dancing. He's, you know, not a fan, but just different things, things that don't cost a lot of money. You know, maybe it is just traveling to a different place, seeing something new right around the block. But getting outside of your four walls, getting outside that rhythm and routine. When I first started my job working at Toys R Us Corporate, I had been working at Chile's for years, years, years. And so I remember one day I got into my car in the morning. I drove to work. I pull into the parking lot. I look around. Oh, my goodness. I'm at Chili's. I'm not at Toys R Us. <laughs> I really should be. At the office, I was just on autopilot because I was so used to driving there. And the whole way I didn't even think about it, I was just going. And I think that happens a lot in life for many of us, that autopilot feeling. And even that little tiny thing of taking a new way home, man, you don't know what might happen. You have to pay a little bit more attention to the road because, you know, you're not in that everyday rhythm of the roads that you normally drive on. There's something you might pass and see that you're like, oh my goodness, let me go in. Let me check this out. Maybe you discover a new park. Who knows what is right around that corner? But you will never know if you just continue doing what you've always been doing. And so really standing true in who you are and reaching beyond that allowing yourself to to see that there is this this amazingness that happens when we are uncomfortable and there's also this amazingness that happens when you stand in your truth when you don't shift and alter or morph because you think you should be doing that or maybe someone told you you should be doing that 
but when you can just be you as you are in the most beautiful, amazing moment. Oh, it's incredible, right? This journey of life and how we got on it and where we're going and all the bumps and everything else that happens along the way. We were just talking about, you know, I mean, Dustin and I waited a while to have Emma. And our life before her was amazing. It was beautiful. And we knew that, you know, if we said yes to having a child, all of that would change. That ability to be spontaneous and just go out to dinner, to take a trip, to sleep in, to have ice cream for dinner and not have to think about feeding another individual that actually needed nourishment (laughs) and to do all these things that we could do because no one was relying on us. We could each take care of ourselves. We could go and do our own things. And now it is so very different. We cannot just drop everything and head out the door. And we knew, we knew that that was going to be a shift And we wanted to make sure, you know, if we did say yes to doing it, that our whole heart was in it because there's no returns. (laughs) You know, once that little one is here, they are here and your world is forever, forever changed. And it's amazing because I had no idea what life was going to be like having my own child. I, you know, have nieces and nephews. I have tons of cousins who have kids. I'm grew up around kids. I was a teacher in a preschool for a long time. You know, I mean, it's not that children are a foreign thing to me, but it's so incredible how, yes, our life is beyond different, but it's magical in this most amazing way. And I was just thinking today how grateful I am that We have been blessed to have a little one and that she is here enriching our life in a way that I never thought possible. I really thought, you know, that's night we had it great. What could be better than this? And this, (laughs) this, this little one who has made it so much better. And, you know, having, having a baby There is so much newness that is coming into your life, you know, figuring out all the newness of being a parent and taking care of someone and all of their needs and what what do you have to do for them day to day and how can you fill their hearts with love and teach them confidence and everything. And we think about all these first moments and all of that and we celebrate them. But what I think we fail to do is recognize also what we lost along the way. And that is this this sense of freedom. You know, I will never go to sleep not worrying about her and hoping and praying that she has a life that is filled with love and happiness and laughter. I will never, you know, just be able to be completely and totally selfish because I have someone else to think about. And just so much, you know, in my relationship with Dustin has 
has shifted and so much for the better and so much is just different. And it's, it's an incredible, it's an incredible ride. And we're just at the beginning of it, <laughs> which is wild. I was talking to someone at work who is sending their daughter to their last year of college. I'm like, oh, we're at such very different phases. And how even though we're at different phases, we're going through the same emotions. You know, there's so many of those same emotions that happen through any journey of life, no matter what it is we are going through. And it's, it's truly wild. It really is a wild and crazy ride. And I'm beyond grateful to be on it. Oh, I do want to pull a card for us today, something that we can tuck into our pockets this week, something to remember, just pay attention to. And so I'm going to use the Angel Guide Oracle from Kyle Gray. And let's see what card we pull. What do we need in this moment? What do we need to hear? Oh, I don't think I've ever pulled this card before. And it is Cut the Cords. It's very intense looking. Let's, let's see what the book has to say. Because that, that feels like a big one. In spirituality, cords are the energetic bonds that connect us to a situation, person, or place. There are different types of cords, but in this context, they are connections to situations or people that have, can have a negative and draining effect upon us. We can also create a negative cord when we have an expectation of the outcome of a situation especially when it is outside our control. So this is an important time for you to release any attachments to people, places, situations, outcomes, or anything else that can be limiting your experience of joy. Angels are wrapping you in a light of love so that you can lovingly detach from situations that could be draining, dramatic, or damaging your health or purpose. Mm, now that, that is a big one. Because just think how often we have expectations of a particular outcome where even we might not say it, you know, we might not make it a big deal, but there is this, this thing in our heart where we're expecting it to be a certain way. We're expecting people to act or show up or be there in a certain way. When they don't, we are disappointed. But we are just putting that all on them without them even knowing it. We want things to go how we want them to go, but that is not life. That is not what happens. And if we could cut that cord and really release that attachment, ah, oh, how amazing that could be. The book goes on to say, if you are finding yourself hanging on in a situation you know is unhealthy or negative, Angel wisdom is encouraging you to call upon the help you need to release yourself from it. Know that angels are guiding you to surrender the need to direct control at this time so you can welcome in the spiritual support that is available to you. When you ask your angels to support you in cutting the cords, they will help dissolve the connections that are holding you into negative situations. You have to do your part. By removing yourself from harmful and draining situations, if you have any questions regarding a situation 
relationship or outcome at this time, know that you are being guided to find a new way forward, as it will be more rewarding and replenishing for you. Ultimately, cutting the cords is an act of self-care and self-love. Yes, yes, yes. Just this idea of this cord cutting and really stepping away from the expectations and leaning more deeply into you in the moment and how everything is happening around you. Experiencing it, feeling it, not expecting it to be anything different. Can you do that? Can you stand in the present moment as it is, even if it is really uncomfortable? And can you allow yourself space to be in that discomfort? Hmm. Cut the cords. My goodness, this one I'm going to have to definitely give some thought to. That is for certain. Well, my dear, dear friends, I thank you so much for being here, for joining me each week. It really absolutely means the world to me. It was, is what encourages me to show up week after week. I adore you. I wish that you have uh, just a week that is filled with love and kindness. And stand in your light. Be who you are. No, you don't need to change for anyone. And I am sending you a giant hug. And know that I'll be back soon. And we'll talk soon.